Well, even though we have new music, we said we had to come up with new dances that time. But those were pretty good. Those were pretty good. One day you guys are going to get a video of nothing but us dancing uh, before the music comes. Well, on. they got a little bit of a taste in one of our last videos we posted uh, uh, with uh, Rain and Hell. I think yeah. at the very end, I put a little, oh, yeah. little tiny thing there, so they can see us goofing around a little bit. Or if our timing is just off on turning everything off. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry guys for not being on last night. Um, the tropical storm that was coming up here on the East Coast was supposed to hit where I am right around nine o'clock. So I'm like, well, let's just not do it. You know, no big deal. I don't want to get kicked off in the middle because of the storm. Well, the storm hit about one o'clock in the morning. Ooh, we. So it so it really wouldn't have mattered. We could have gone on, but you know, hey, it is what it is. You never know. Maybe we'll find out Tuesday or Thursday night's a better night. Well, you know, it's like you said. You don't want to run that risk of us being with everything on power wise and getting hit by lightning and then just frying everything because that would be disastrous. Yes, and it was a good. It was a pretty good storm too. It was pretty good. Um, we did, I had a tree down in the yard, so, uh, we're not in the yard, but across the road. So that was fun. So I came home from the gym this morning. There's a tree across the road and the garbage truck tried to go around the tree and got stuck in the mud. So, <laughs> so I had a garbage truck and a tree in my front yard this morning. So that was pretty awesome. Good morning, Alder. We have our coffee ready to have a cup of coffee with you, sir. And yes. looks like we got spaz and Mike is on too. All right. Hey Mike, how's it going, man? Well, guys, welcome to Indie Invasion Shorts this week. And you know what? Since you said he's on here, I'm going to give Spaz a shout out. Congrats on creating a crim for Urban Manhunt. Congrats on just buying your Urban Manhunt book. <laughs> yeah, literally. He just bought the thing and then, yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of felt mad because I'm like, man, they didn't choose mine or yours. But then... <laughs> I was happy for Spaz. Spaz got in there. All right. What did you What did you create, Spaz? What was the What was the the crim? I still think the second one that I sent you would have been a good crim. The streaker. <laughs> that would have been a good crim. It definitely distract the hunters, right? That's what I'm saying. And he, would, and he would have a special rule that you cannot engage him in close combat because that would just be gross. Yep. Yep. So yeah, he he created a homicidal maniac. Oh, now see, hold on a second. Isn't that everyone in Urban Manhunt? Well, this I I really like the special rules you came up with. The spaz of uh, he hides. If, if he hides, you take him off the board, and then he'll pop up next to the hunters. Gotcha. So like a Michael Myer, Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Gotcha. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> you could even pick up a really cool model for that from Black Sight Studios because they have both uh, a not Michael Myers and a not Jason yeah, that's right. model for don't look back. So you could pick up a, that'd be a perfect model for it. And it's a really cool model. They've been doing a really good job on their, um, uh, or you their could use, um, Spaz, I don't remember if you got the minis for camp grizzly, uh, but that, yeah, you can use that one too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, here oh, we got Otis. Elton's on here too. Hey Elton, how you doing? And Todd P joined us. All right. Got a, a somewhat full house quickly yeah, on yeah. a Thursday night. All right. So this time we are going with a suggestion that was made in the mm -hmm. Discord channel by our good friend, our coffee connoisseur, yep. Alder. 
And what did he throw at us there, Mr. So, Mr. Huffman? The idea he came up with, and I, I really like this idea um, that we, and we haven't covered it yet, is what do you look for in a new game? So it's basically you want to pick out a new game. Uh, you know, we all look at possible new game, and there are things that draw us to picking it up, you know, and uh, what must it have uh, and what's the most important things to look at in a new game candidate. So we thought we'd come up with a list and some of these Alder suggested in there, you know, your basic things that you would possibly look at a game, right. a new game. Um, well, I know what Spaz's requirement is. I figured it out. What's is that? If, if we suggest it, he goes and buys it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's been working and i'm okay but he okay does i'm okay with that because i happen to think that the games that we talk about are really super cool mm -hmm. so i mean i think that that's pretty cool and i'm excited that he's i'm excited that he's in the urban manhunt world that's right because that's it's awesome. a fun dangerous fun 1980s neon kind of world so yep. i'm just glad he's there so we got eight things that uh i you know i wrote down that are possible things that anybody will look at when they uh, look at getting a new game. Uh, one that I didn't put down there is maybe space. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that could, that could be one. Look at there. Spaz says enters the II meeting. Hi, my name is Spaz and I'm an addict. Yes. Yes, you are. And as, as are we all. And our response is yes, you need that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and urban manhunt has kind of a special place in Eric's heart anyway. Because for all the stuff that I've sucked Eric into, that was the first one that he said to me, have you heard of Urban Manhunt? And I said, no, I haven't. That's very unusual for you. It, it is. It is. But still. All right. So, well, let's look at that. Let's look at the first, the, the first thing that you have listed there. And I think as we go down this list, maybe, maybe what we do is we prioritize how important that is to us. When, okay. we, when we look at a game, because okay. uh, we don't, we're not putting these out in any particular order. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is, is the rules. Yep. Um, yep. You, you know, where does that, where does that fall for you in importance of a game? Um, it's pretty far down there. Not, not too far down. Cause I, I like uh, rules that are going to be uh, easy to comprehend, you know, that aren't right. going to be super crunchy. Uh, I don't, tend to go towards games that just looks like, oh my God, this is going to be a brain burner trying to learn this game. So you, you don't know? want to come play Starfleet Battles with me is what you're saying. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no. really want to play Starfleet Battles either. I mean, I like the games that, okay, yeah, you have your minis, you got to put them together, paint them and stuff like that. But when it comes to rules, I mean, like Rain and Hell, perfect example of what right. I love. Right. Uh, use some dice you have already. Use whatever minis you have and just go to town. You know, uh, I, yeah. I like that. I like that. So I'd, I'd say for me, it's pretty far down the list, too, because, again, like, like you, I'm not looking for a crunchy game. Um, I might play an occasional game of Battletech, but it's not going to be like my regular go to when I see a game out there. Mm -hmm. And really, with a lot of the indie game developers, uh, especially the smaller ones. Their alpha and beta tests when they're play testing their games, you know, there were a handful of people versus you take, well, just for instance, when we did Wild West Exodus, when we did the alpha test for the new Wild West Exodus, there were a ton of people 
yeah. that were involved in that. And so you can't necessarily get them as polished as you would like. Yeah. So I don't even really look so much that for that, as long as it's going to kind of direct the story and kind of keep it balanced. Cause really, if you're just playing for fun, you can balance with the people you're playing. Yeah. With. Yeah. You, know, you can say, Hey, that dude's super OP. Let's do this to him. Or maybe you only take him under this condition, whatever, you know, whatever your group would agree to so that you could use him. Or maybe you just throw him on the board and go, yeah, let's watch him crush everyone in the story. Yeah. So it's pretty far down the list on mine too. What about you guys, you know, jump in there and tell us how important is a rule set to you for a new like, game? Yeah. yeah, for, yeah. For a new game, when you're looking at it, how high up the list is you looking at it and going, okay, how does it play? And I think, I think something else to keep in mind too, is when you're, you're kind of considering these different categories for picking a new game is like, uh, what kind of time frame do you have? You know, are you, yeah. do you not have a lot of time that you can get deep into say a, a lifestyle game, like, you know, any of the GW stuff? Um, right. or do you have very limited time where, you know, you can only, you know, squeeze out maybe 30 minutes to an hour, on a weekend in between mowing the lawn and, you know, right. <laughs> raking or something like that. Yeah. So that's something also to keep in mind. Definitely. Hey, Nick, Nick just joined us. What's happening, sir? So and I think uh, this next one is really high up for you. You think? I think so. I don't think it's your number one, but nope. I think it's way I up there. You're right. I think you're right. I think I think I might surprise you with my number one. You might. You, you just might. might. You might. All right. Sometimes. So what do we got for now? What, what's what's our next one that we're going to talk so about? The I'm next probably. one is, and we've kind of covered this, the wow oh, yeah. factor minis. So, yeah. it, you know, a lot of times you look at a game. I don't know how many games I've gotten into, and I see the minis, especially on Kickstarter. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I need those minis. Yeah, absolutely. Stupid but, Kickstarter. But then, you yeah, and you got to think about, okay, but what's the game like? But right. a lot of times, some people, they just want the minis because they yep. can use them in other games, which we do all the time oh, yeah. with the agnostic ones. Um, sometimes you just want them for the hobby aspect. So. Yeah. Well, Alder made a good point on the rules, too, is uh, rules not being as important, as important because when you do play a lot of games, it's hard to remember all the rules. Oh, yeah. So the, the simpler and sometimes the more similar that they are to one another easier it, to pick up it, yeah is too. an appealing aspect of it so yeah wow factor for me is way up there on minis but the thing about it for me is it doesn't necessarily have to be this epic perfect sculpt with amazing bits of detail you know your typical mm -hmm. like your space marine who's got 655 purity seals and 300 skulls and and they look amazing with all this detail but it can be something very simplistic like when we discovered burrows and badgers and mm -hmm. twilight, these aren't way overly complex and highly super over the top detailed miniatures. They're good quality miniatures that just have a, their own wow factor. Yeah. They have a character, a certain so kind much. of style, uh, yeah. if you will. Yeah, lots. I did say Twilight, Nick. We love talking about Twilight because I got a whole, <laughs> I got a whole lazy Susan sitting over here with the last of my Delgon. I think I have. Let's see, I got like eight guys left to finish my Delgon, and then and then everything is done. I finished a Devanu the other night. Um, 
uh, my Kadeshi are done. So I yes. just saw this. <laughs> we are Spaz. We are uh, we are enablers, and uh, I think we're proud of it. I think mm -hmm. we're <laughs> I think we're reasonably proud of it. We'll so, we'll have our own little chapter uh, patch soon. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And Mike makes a good point too. Another one of those, and you just got these, the Marvel United Chibis. I don't have any sitting by me, but they, they you know they definitely have their own style. They, um, but I do yeah. have a yeah, Galactus Chibi. chibi. <laughs> but um, now, when I first saw Chibis, I didn't care I for them. Hated yeah, them. I didn't like them at all. And then I picked Big up. Um, I can't even remember the name of the game now. It was a Kickstarter game. They're little Chibi cowboys. Oh yeah, and, I got uh, that upstairs. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Rail Express, where you're yeah. on the train. Yeah, that one. And I thought, man, those actually look kind of cool i, yeah. I kind of like those um and and that just that surprised me so yeah you're right mike they they definitely have a certain kind of character and they're not overly detailed and they're a little silly looking but they're just they're so neat mm -hmm. and I, I think it's kind of like you're breaking the mold of what you're normal what you're used to painting something different yeah it's something very different and i think that's good too as a painter um if you're any good which some of you guys are is, you know, it challenges you because you, mm -hmm. you when you, when you paint 5,000 orcs or 5,000 space Marines and that's all you're painting, you're like, how do you even paint flesh? If you paint space Marines, I've, I've painted yeah. four heads in my entire army. There it is. Okay. Spaz got it. Rail Raiders. That was it. Yeah. I couldn't, yep. I could not remember the name of it. Couldn't remember the name, but that was the one. All right. So when you're looking at new games, and you find out it has campaign play. Is that something that uh, could interest you in buying a new game? Some people, yes, they 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 don't want the one-off game. They want to, yeah. you know, have that uh, oh that progression of your characters or story or something that's within that game. I mean, that yeah. could attract a lot of people. Look, look how popular Pandemic uh, Legacy is. I right. mean, it's I they love took Pandemic. They took the basic pandemic game and made this huge story out of it. Right. And there's plenty of miniature games that have a built-in campaign like that. Uh, Burles and Badgers has something like that. Right. I, so I got introduced to campaign mechanics in the first iteration of Necromunda. And so, okay. the, so campaign goes way up there. I mean, it, it, it's right next to minis for me. Because I like to be able to, I like to be able to do that. And there's probably some of that, me reflecting back on Necromunda. You know, you I look at it through rose-colored glasses. Yeah, right? yeah. Because there were things wrong with Necromunda because that whole skir the skirmish thing wasn't big like it is now. Everybody mm -hmm. was just getting into creating these skirmish games. Like I remember, Mordheim is probably the most unbalanced game on the planet, <laughs> and it's a, but it's a skirmish game. Uh, but, you know, look at it through rose colored glasses. So that's what puts campaign really up there for me was okay. Necromunda. Loved it. Played it like a mad dog, man. We played it when I was active duty and stationed in California, man. We were playing that game two, three times a week. So we were playing it constantly. So campaign way up there. What about you for campaign? Um, it, it's it's. It's up there, but probably not as high. I think it's higher than the rules for me, just because 
uh, a lot of times when you just play one off, let's just duke it out type of thing, it can get kind of stale, yeah. I guess. With a campaign and a progression of your characters in the story, it kind of gives you something to look forward to in that next game. Right. You know, you play a game and then it's like, oh, I get to earn points. I can right. make this dude or these guys, uh, you know, level them up, basically. Absolutely. Kind of think of an old video game type of thing. You're leveling yes. up. Yes. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and it it's like, let's see what happens next. Yeah. And Mike, Mike jumped on there with me. Necromunda first introduction to campaigns. Absolutely. Um, the, uh, I, wow. I just totally trained <laughs> that train completely 100% derailed. I was going somewhere good too, but now I'm not wait. It's back. Okay. Sorry for that. Sorry for that. I got a lot of kids. Um, that's always my excuse. I got a lot of kids. I loved campaign stuff so much that when we, when we would play 40 K had a buddy that was an architect. So he had this really big printer that would print out these architectural drawings. Oh man, that's, and that's awesome. so we would draw up sections of the galaxy with mm -hmm. planets and we would set it up and we would play a 40 K campaign where we would be taking over worlds. And if you okay. took this world, you got, you know, maybe that you got access to maybe this kind of troop type because it supplied this, or you got access to something else. And that was back in sixth or seventh edition that we were doing that. So, so even in that massive game where it took forever to go through a campaign, I was trying to do campaign in there. So it was pretty high for me. That's kind of cool. I mean, in a sense, I mean, when you're looking at a game, even if it doesn't have one, you can make your own. Oh, absolutely. You know, come up with a story and, uh, you know, so many games. Okay, this is what's going to happen in there. So that's that's kind of neat. So don't let that deter you from getting a game. Yeah. And let's see, Todd Todd P said the new campaign rules in the new 40K um, for uh, called Crusade are amazing. That's cool. I, I haven't checked out anything 40K. I'm not going to play 40K. I still like, I love the models and no it's doubt I'm going to end up with more of them. But yeah, I'm just not. I'm not in there. So, okay. Alder's got his up there. Minis slash campaign greater than rules. All right. I think I'm, I'm with you. I'm with okay. you on that one. Okay. Uh, we're, we're like this right now. All right. So we got a couple more. So let's, let's jump to through them. Uh, we have, when you look at a game, do you like preset characters or do you like, you know, for the time saving or do you like to make your own? So you, I think of Urban Manhunt right away because it does have preset characters that right. you can just jump into and play, but it also has the capability to make your own. I like that. It has that yes. flexibility in that. And uh, so some games, you know, you look at that going back to what's your time frame? Do you have a yeah. lot of time to sit there and, you know, learn the rules, learn how to make a character and I guess kind of, right. uh, you know, make sure that he's going to work for you. A right. lot of times that's just trial and error, but yep. um, so I, some of that depends on that, I guess. For for me, it's if it has both. Yeah. Preset characters, because we um, we've talked about this many times because I like to go to conventions and run games and I go with discover games. Well, the reality is, if you want to keep selling your game, you got to make money. You got, you know, if you want to keep producing it, you got to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it, it can't be a, a money pit where it just keeps falling in and you're not making any profit. Well, when when we go with these games that have models available, he makes money hand over fist. You know what I mean? He's he's making all kinds of money because people come over. They buy the rule book. 
they buy a starter box of this. And then they realize, well, I got to get my buddies into it. So I got to get another starter box. And oh, this little single model that was over on the table is really cool. So I need that one. And yet they can still go back. And if they've fallen in love with the game, they can make their own and use yeah. whatever model they want. So I, I love that. And <laughs> Spaz, see, he's Urban Manhunt again. Elasta mm -hmm. Ape in game for Urban Manhunt. Watch out for Elasta Ape. We're yeah, sometimes need a, you really want those make your own so you can yeah. use your favorite model. Definitely going to need a profile for him. <laughs> <laughs> so next up we have is going along with characters and stuff is flexible list building. Do you like number crunching or do you like to be able to do different combos of characters and troops? So that's one thing to look and um, That's kind of one of the things that drew me to uh, Wild West Exodus is that mm -hmm. kind of that Oh, uh, let's try this guy one week and or one game, and right. then oh, let's you know I can swap them out and try this guy. So I like that in games where you have that variety of trying different list builds and seeing what works for not only your style but just maybe the the game itself. Right. You know, I would say for me that's probably below rules. Okay, um, not and I like flexibility you know, and having lots of different models to choose from, to put into a faction. Yeah. But my criteria for list building is Just this guy is really cool looking. <laughs> he has to go on the table and everybody's like, he really sucks. Shut up. I know that he may suck, but he looks really cool. So I, I for me, the list building part, I had a buddy that I used to play 40 K with that was in the RAF that was stationed out here where I'm at right now with the F 35 program. And that's what, that was him, man. He would go home and he would list build. Oh yeah. There's people that love, that's oh, yeah. their favorite part of a game. Oh, I mean, yeah, man, he'd, he'd list build five or six lists and, I, yeah. and he'd show up to play 40 K and he'd be like, yeah, I can't decide which one I'm going to do. And I'm like, Oh, I just built mine like 10 minutes ago. Cause yeah. they look cool. <laughs> 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 so that one's probably on the very bottom for me. I got to be honest. Okay. Okay. So here's a, a good one that I think uh, this is one thing that will draw in a lot of people when they want to buy a new game is the theme or backstory. Um, that to me, that's probably the top one. I'll come right out and say top one. If it has zombies in it, you well, better yeah. believe I'm picking You're that there. box up. I don't care what the rules are. It's got zombies. So yeah, yeah. Theme, you know, it does does it tell a compelling story or does it make you feel like you're in a rich that rich world? Mm -hmm. Uh drowned earth. Does it make oh, you feel yeah. like heck yeah, it makes you feel like you're in that kind of world? Just look at the terrain this man builds. <laughs> yeah. I'm I um story. Story more so than theme. Like okay. I, can, I can get behind almost any theme, whether it's pirates or, uh, you know, space aliens. A lot of times the story supports the theme. So yeah, it's like they kind yes. of go hand in hand. Yes. You know, someone will create a great story. So uh, we'll take Twisted, for instance. So there was this great backstory and you kind of go, okay, well, what kind of setting do you put this story in? Well, it's got to be a steampunk setting just because yeah. of, everything that it is and the drowned earth that all of those settings kind of feed the theme um and like i said the theme i i can do i can play any theme but give me a good story to go along with that theme 
Why is the world this way? Why are these guys like this in the world? What is it that is making the story revolve? How can I add my own bits and pieces of the story, of my own story into the game? And I know I mentioned this a long time ago. I think this might have been on the podcast, not on shorts, but we were talking about the drowned earth. I love what James did is he took this big, massive world he had created, the drowned earth, and then he took this little tiny piece of it, little tiny piece of it, and said, this is where I've created everything. And now your brain just explodes because you can go, oh, there's the whole rest of the world for me to create in my own little basement or your, yeah. wherever your gaming room is. So don't worry, Spaz. I'm not getting through a single episode of shorts without mis mentioning Twisted. Don't worry. <laughs> I know I know you were panicking. That was close. Time's getting short. And you thought I was going to miss it, but I didn't. All right. So we got two more. So we have dice or cards. That could be a big one to sway people. Yeah. Like you said, a lot of times you want to chuck some dice. Most Absolutely. people do want to chuck dice, but maybe you want something a little bit different. And it, it, the game has cards, you know, it's card driven, you know, take and, a chance. You may and, end up liking it. Right. Clearly there's been some success with that. I mean, look at Malifaux. Malifaux's mm -hmm. done wonderfully with a card based system. And I got really surprised with the card based systems that I have tried. And yep. when I've put them on the table, I've been like, yeah, this is going to suck. And then I find myself going, man, that was actually really innovative and cool and wow. And then I just kind of throw some dice off to the side for no reason at all, just so that I've thrown some dice during the game. So I think I think just in general, in this category, just game components really could fit into yeah. this. Um, you know, whether it's dice, cards, chits, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, does it have a ton? You know, some games you have a lot of condition tokens. Right. That may not be your thing. So yeah, very true. All that stuff on the table uh, can be very overwhelming. Yeah, uh, Mike said uh, Malifaux. He had a hard time getting people to try it because of the cards. I, hey, I I'm right there, man. Because when my son brought it to the table the first time, and I was like, "All right, what kind of dice do I need?" He said, "Oh no, you use cards." I said, "I don't want to play." So and uh, Elton said, "Relic Knights is all card based and a great system." So I haven't nice. played Relic Knights. But the, I've seen they have some pretty cool minis that I've seen. All right, go ahead and put my number one up there. You know, okay. what's the number one? So, yeah, this is Max number one. And most of you guys probably won't be surprised, but it is terrain. Is it a game that either comes with terrain or is the type of game that you kind of want to build terrain to make the game yes. really shine? So that that's your big deciding factor, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Okay. Because if, if if I have a game that, for instance, you look at the back cover of it and it shows terrain and there's like three pieces, there's three hills on yeah, the table. You're like, what is Super that? old school, second edition Warhammer 40K, two green hills on the board <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 old, or war, old Warhammer fantasy battles, two green hills on your side, two green hills on my side for us to put our archers on and then a big open green space in the middle. Um then I'm I'm gonna be like, yeah, I I don't want to build four hills. I want to build something else. But you know, the reverse of that is I look on it and I see something like, for instance, I've been reading my Freebooters Fate book and Cutlass, two of the new games I've been checking out, and um, looking at these pirate port tables that are just slam packed with terrain. 
I'm, and I'm like, okay, the game could suck, and I'm probably yeah. still going to play it. Now, and that that could be a deterrent, too. If you look at a game sure. and it's slam-packed, like uh, Mike brings up Infinity, that would be a little intimidating that, right. oh, my gosh, I need all this terrain to play the game. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing to think about. If you don't have a lot of terrain, that might be kind of a time investment yep. and, a, and a money investment if it you don't is, have yeah. that terrain. So. Well, but, we'll have we'll have to do a terrain building um, short one day because it doesn't have to be much of a ter- no, of a financial no, investment. And I mean the the terrain, like we say many times, is the third player on the game, and the terrain will support a lot of these other categories, whether it's the rules, the minis, campaign, campaign play, the campaign, campaign. Okay. Um. So I mean that's one thing to consider when you're looking at yeah. that game. So. But all there's that terrain makes the world that's set up that's set up by the story. But now, to be fair, I've seen Alder's tables too, and I fully expected he would say something Mm -hmm. like that. Very immersive, makes the game more enjoyable because I've seen some of his tables, and I am shocked and amazed, not really, that he said that because I saw that coming. Terrain is, in many ways, just like uh, a mini could be your main drive to get in the game the terrain could be the main part because you just enjoy creating that world, you know, to immerse in. So, but so your number one is terrain. I didn't come out and say mine. So I don't know if you can figure out what it is, but it's theme. I thought There's, you did. I thought you said you hands down would take that. Did as I? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure you said that, but yeah, theme theme zombies I, I have so many games because of the theme I zombies, vampires, right. uh, you know, Wild West, uh, superheroes. And, and when we did the twisted scenario contest and you wrote and submitted a scenario, you wrote a zombie, zombie scenario. <laughs> for so, so there you go. You just, you proved your own point. Yeah, and you that, can, Man, you can insert zombies into any game. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's in the far future, in a galaxy far, far away or... In Look, the past here Jason, on Earth. If Jason Voorhees can go into space. Heck, we yeah, I love that movie. Space, okay. That's my favorite one of the whole series because oh, it's just man. so dumb. So bad. Just so <laughs> bad. So bad. But hey, you guys, if you guys had a list of what sways you the most to the game, go ahead and leave them in the comment here if you guys are watching this on Facebook or YouTube. Or Twitch. Um, or Twitch. Yes. Yes. Or Twitch. Um, and you know what? Like, subscribe, follow any of those, right? Share. Share. Share with a friend. Spread the love. But I think that wraps it up today, Mac. I think it is. I was getting a little nervous, man. I was, that was a long list of stuff for yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, well, we have to thank our viewer, listener, Alder, for suggesting that. If you yep. guys have suggestions... Feel free to send them our way either on the Discord. We'll see it on there, or you can just email us, you know, these suggestions. We'll put them on a list. If we don't get to them right away, more than likely we will get to them, though. We have a running list. Eric is a list guy. I am a list a guy. Good thing, which is a good thing. <laughs> which is a very good thing. Well, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us as always. We're sorry we had to bump it to Thursday night. Um, who knows? Maybe Thursday night would be better. Let us know what you guys yeah. think. Is yep. Thursday night better? I mean, we we had a uh, lot more people than we than we have the past couple of weeks on Wednesdays. So maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. We'll explore that. But you guys throw your opinions out there too. Don't forget to check us out over on our podcast on Podbean. That's where we post 
all the really fun stuff like stories and game reviews and things like that. You can get that on iTunes, Google podcast, iHeartRadio, all of the different places that you can listen to your podcasts. So check those out. And of course, most of you guys realize that you can check us out on Facebook and YouTube because you're watching there, but yeah. you can also check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. The Discord is going really well. So if you haven't joined the Discord yet, please pop over there and check it out. Uh, pictures going up and you know a little bit of chatting back and forth. But the more people we get in there, the more stuff we get going. And it's just a lot of fun to be able to pop in there and throw a comment up or a picture, you know, throughout the day and just kind of touch base with each other. If you have suggestions or games or anything like that that we should check out, um, shoot us an email at indianvasion at gmail.com. All of the links for all of these things you can check out on the Coastal Con website, which is coastaltext.com. That's got everything for all of the links that you need. So it's got the Twitch, the YouTube, the Facebook, the Discord, the Podbean, it's got it all. Just go check it out. It's it's a, it's a pretty basic website, but it's still pretty cool. You can also, if you want, support us over on Patreon uh, slash Indie Invasion. And we post stuff over there. It's all free. Nothing exclusive over there, except that sometimes that's the only place we'll post it. But you can still go over and watch it for free. That's not a problem. And, and... If you want any Indie Invasion merchandise, you can check out our Red Bubble store. We made a Red Bubble store. Right. We don't have a banner yet. I was just looking to see if we it's had okay. one. It's okay. Because if you pop over <laughs> to the Discord channel, uh, there's a, a, a group merchandise. And it's got the links to Unipolar Games where you can get some merchandise, uh, particularly for Coastal Con. And you can also check out the Red Bubble stuff for some Indie Invasion stuff. We got coffee cups. Red Bubble's crazy, man. We were going through it and we're like, I could get an Indie Invasion comforter. Yeah. It's crazy. Shower my wife's going to come home one day and it's just going to be Indie Invasion clock and shower curtain and comforter and pillow. I love it. It's awesome. All right, Alder, we'll catch you later too, my friend. And remember, guys, when you're out there playing your games, all these new games, your themes and your minis and your terrain, whatever it is that makes you smile when you play your games, remember to prepare yourself for the invasion.